That's one of the biggies I'm going to miss. Someone has said that there are three grand essentials to happiness in life. Something to do, something to love, and something to hope for. And the last one might be the most elusive. Emily Dickinson, ever perceptive in her poetry, has written, Hope is the thing with feathers that perches in the soul and sings the tune without the words and never stops at all. Though hope is the church's stock in trade, it's pretty easy to get that message mixed up. The effect can be opposite to the intended point. Humorist Lewis Grizzard wrote about a man in his hometown named Luther Gilroy. Luther claimed he was out plowing his field, saw a sign in the sky that said, The end is near. So Luther let his mule and his cow out of their pens, gave all his chickens away, climbed on top of his house to await the end. When it didn't come, he pouted and refused to come down off the roof. Finally, his wife called the deputy sheriff and came over and said, Luther, you idiot. I saw that same sign. It didn't say the end is near. It said, go drink a beer. Now come down off that roof before you fall off and break your neck. We misinterpret. It's sometimes difficult to hear any hope, any optimism in our world. Fear or pessimism trumps it. Contrary to hymnist Alberto Taule, all earth is not hopeful. In reality, it's just the opposite. Terrorism, economics, health care, defiance of authority in schools, no state budget, higher taxes. Whew. Wow, things sound hopeless. In Jeremiah's time, the people were enslaved, made to do things they didn't want to do, go places they didn't want to go. They might have sung, all earth is hopeless, until Jeremiah came along with the message from God. It's amazing how much we need messages from God. How much we need God. Do any of us come to church seeking messages from God? Optimism in the midst of a pessimistic and individualistic world? I hope so. Here is the haven of hope where God's truth is declared, God's mercy is administered, God's eternity promised. The body of Christ tells of his coming as the hope the world needs. A righteous branch will spring up who will make things right, fair, and safe. His name is Emmanuel, God with us. The school system in a large city had a program to help children keep up with their schoolwork if they ever needed to be in the hospital. And one day a teacher who was assigned to the program received a notice, a routine call, asking her to visit a particular child. 
She took the child's name and room number, talked briefly with the child's regular class teacher, who said, we're studying nouns and adverbs in his class now, the regular teacher said, and I'd be grateful if you could help him understand them so he doesn't fall too far behind. The hospital program teacher went to see the boy that afternoon. No one had mentioned to her that the boy had been badly burned and was in a great deal of pain. Upset at the sight of the boy, she stammered as she told him, I've been sent by your school to help you with nouns and adverbs. When she left, she felt she hadn't accomplished much. But the next day, the nurse asked her, what did you do to that boy? Teacher felt she must have done something wrong, began to apologize. No, no, said the nurse. You don't know what I mean. We've been worried about that little boy, but ever since yesterday, his whole attitude has changed. He's fighting back, responding to treatment. It's as though he's decided to live. Two weeks later, the boy explained that he had completely given up hope until the teacher arrived. Everything changed when he came to a simple realization, which he expressed this way, they wouldn't send a teacher to work on nouns and adverbs with a dying boy, would they? Sometimes the most mundane message, a la nouns and adverbs, will carry a powerful punch of hope. Listen, learn, and be filled with Christ. Be open to receive the message. Evil cannot win the day. Hope will find us. God's righteous branch comes to set us free. Amen.